You're listening to MOG Channel. guys welcome to my podcast this is mog channel will help you to see real and practical christians from god's word if you're new here welcome if you're returning welcome back and i kid you know that i'm about to read the bible from one page when i say one page i mean that one torn out page of my bible like it just came off so um that's the official stood up reading today i'm literally holding it in my hand like you can hear that rustling it's off the main bible and it's just like what two pages now the story of how it got to this i can't really ascertain but i know that this is just the second fallout i think the first fallout was when i lost the book of john i think part of the book of john john chapter one to like four apparently these bibles don't have a backup plan for um or contingency plan for when their pages get taken off i don't know if you've ever used your bible the pages are so was that flimsy kind of that when they come off like this uh, use glue use everything it just i don't know it's just never the same apparently so this one i've been battling with i battled with the book of john till i i couldn't even find it so normally in my bible when they quote john i just uh, skip <laughs> use my phone and then now i'm battling ephesians and galatians i literally lost uh, pages of galatians and i've lost uh, pages of ephesians and now someone may ask just go buy another bible well i actually did try to go buy another bible the thing is that when you get familiar with the bible uh, i think it just does something to you like i want this exact same bible i don't want another type because i don't know there's just something about it it's like a bias or sentiment you know i use this type that has oh my goodness has the this uh, crown of thorns on the back Think that's one of the best like ones home man some sort of it's compact it's small you can just keep it like put in your bag or and you won't even like know it's there it's just a really good kind of bible like it's not too big not too small just perfect and i've used it for a while i've used it for years now and i just love it so i will be holding on to it i went to the store that day to check if they had it they said you just missed it by one week and i'm like oh god seriously so i took their number and hopefully they will give me or they took my number hopefully they'll give me a positive feedback but then i will not get another bible till it is this one this is what i want anyway i don't know if you share that kind of sentiment with your bible well if you don't read it you won't share that kind of, <laughs> that kind of sentiment but anyway um just one of those things just this is just me bickering about what me to many appear unnecessary but well it's my podcast so if you don't want to listen i'm joking i'll stay okay <laughs> all right anyway we're going to be doing Ephesians 2 today we've done one i think we've done chapter one we broke chapter one into two parts and so this is Ephesians 2 which will also be into two or three parts anyway because you actually don't rush bible study and there's so much packed in here that uh i don't think i can finish the whole of Ephesians chapter 2 unless you don't mind listening to me for the next one hour maybe one or 30 minutes and it's just interesting that when you're teaching stuff if you, i mean just reading through ephesians chapter 2 will probably take you like let's just say three minutes two minutes but explaining ephesians chapter 2 can take you one hour or two hours and that's just quite interesting it just tells you that what the bible like 
when the Bible says that you shall, you know, you should read it and tells you to meditate upon it, it's because it is so packed. It's like a compressed, um, it's like compressed information. It's like there's so much inside this little thing that you're seeing that it will take meditation to unpack everything. In other words, the person who wrote it, these people were inspired by the Holy Ghost, right? But there were also people that were given to a lot of thought and meditation. And so in all their learning, in their growth, in their thoughts, in their experience, right? This is Paul, for example. In all his learning, growth, thoughts, and experience, you know, with God, with studying the Old Testament, he now gets to a point where he says, okay, he responds or writes to the Ephesians. And so he pens down certain things that are from a world or a vast world of knowledge or and wisdom given by God. And so when you read it, it demands your attention. It demands that you don't look at it casually or flippantly. It demands that you study it. It's not, you don't just read it. In as much as he wrote as a letter to them, he was instructing or teaching them via his letter. So when you see the same letter, it requires that you read it in a very, very serious light. You just glance over it. Okay, here to the Galatians and be Ephesians. Okay, and he made he made their life with it. You're saying, okay, that's fine. No, give thought to what he says. So that's what we're going to be doing. And I, my desire for you know always doing these um how like put these Bible studies like this is so that you see the way I study and you have a desire to go study your own Bible. I know this may not be as popular as the other ones I do, but I think that this if there is any legacy that that can be passed down to you, it is how to study the Bible. Because if you think about it, I mean, you can know, hear texts every single time, oh, this topic, that topic, that topic. But the way you will actually be able to know that the Bible is what it says it is, is if you know how to study it, right? And I mean, for a very long time, I was actually in a very dark place. And when I say dark place, what I mean is that... I felt that the only way or what I was told when I started initially, you know, taking my Christian life seriously, what I was told is that, you know, there's this mystery about the Bible and um, it takes some very, very, some serious crying out and fasting and praying and, and some things for God to open your eyes, you know, to revelation knowledge and everything. And um, it, that confused me for a while because I was like, ah, so, you know and at times i even say i'll cry out i'll pray i'll just get tired after like maybe 30 minutes and i'll go and sleep you know but i felt that the bible could not be approached normally you needed some spiritual lens or glasses you know to see this right because the person or people i was looking up to back then you know so that's how they they saw it and you know but after a while i came across some other people who um had this what we call systematic approach to study there's a systematic way they study the bible systematic means that there's a it's like a how i put it it's like you know you know how a system works like uh okay the sun okay it's predictable that's what i mean it's predictable you know for example we have the solar system then we have what's that system that the sun rises um then what does it do um it heats up water in the sea that water you know goes up as clouds onto the land or wherever falls as rain falls back into the ocean like that that's a system right it's predictable and so one thing that i learned from certain people is that look that the bible or there's a systematic way of how to study the bible that you always arrive at similar conclusions there are rules of how to study the bible there are ways there are laws on bible study and when i understood that man that thing just opened up light inside me I'm like okay wow so that means that my pastor you know 
can study the Bible, but I can also study myself and we can both arrive at similar conclusions because there are rules on how to study it. Of course, this does not take away the grace of God when it comes to teaching. When a teacher is a teacher, when you're a pastor or teacher, it's teaching. There is the grace of God to open up that thing in a way that you most likely would not. But the point is that you would arrive at similar conclusions. It's not like he would he has these divine eyes that you, you cannot use to say. No, if you are diligent, given to study and everything, you will see things in this world that other people will see. It's not like some people have these mysterious eyes and then you you can't benefit because you are not a teacher. No, we can all arrive at the same conclusion. And so I, I think that's just one of the best things. So and I've been talking about if you've been listening to my podcast, I've been saying, Oh, I'll introduce the rules, introduce the rules, introduce the rules. Right now I'm actually in the study with my Inakakos people. Have a running ministry, so I'm actually teaching those things to my people, you know, this period, and I mean, it's been awesome. So, as God, you know, willing, when I'm done with them, you know, if the Lord leads my leads to my heart, I will now come and begin to share those things. But another thing I want to say is this: Look, if you don't plan to practice the things that you are hearing, there's no point hearing them. It's something that's been on my heart for a while and I'm thinking about it. I, I wrote in a tweet yesterday. Mm, looks like this thing is going in a different direction. I wrote in a tweet yesterday. I said that we are a generation of believers. By the way, if you are on Twitter, you can just follow me past PSTR.SN. <laughs> but I said we are a generation of believers who um, know so much and do so little. Like It's something that is common and rampant to believers. We know so much and we do so little. You just see it everywhere. We know so much, we do so little. There's the word being expounded, being taught everywhere. It almost looks like it's competition these days or who knows more, who which, whose pastor knows more, whose pastor has more in quote Rema, whose pastor knows more Greek and Hebrew, whose pastor can more readily divide the word. Like, it's just a knowledge age and it's good because with more knowledge comes more, um, I guess, more precision and more responsibility. And that's the thing. There's now more responsibility to practice the word because we know more. Right, we're not in the time of um, people like Martin Luther or these other guys who knew some aspects of the word, but they did not get into that aspect of the word. But we know a lot of the word today. We have so much light compared to what other people have, and maybe that's a burden for us. But then the practice is so little. So what I'm just saying about that is that these podcasters, they're listening to them. You know, there are a lot of them right now. We record every single day. God is really helping us. But the question is, from everything you're hearing. Everything you've heard, if you've been listening, so we have been listening from the beginning. Be listening and listening and listening and listening. The question is, how much of it are you putting into practice? How much of it have you actually put into practice? Because really, there's no point. Like devotion is not supposed to be something that just um you just hear and it's always just oh that's nice, that's nice. Oh wow, this pastor can preach. Oh wow, what a wow! And you just listen to that, and nothing changes about you. Nothing. Um, nothing shifts in your life nothing it doesn't push you to make certain decisions in your life then I think it's uh, for the most part it's useless honestly it's useless like a few days ago I did a teaching on um, the armor of God that is um, the something about Satan the the armor of God and the idea of that teaching was to help give you a consciousness or, or an understanding of how Satan comes at you and I mean, if you really listened to that thing and understood, oh, this is important, what would you do? You would actually build a system around it. Like, okay, how can I ensure that my mind is always in a place where God can, it's yielded to God and not to the devil? 
you get these are thoughts that should cross your mind you should be thinking about how you can actually get to that place whereby you practice the word you don't just listen to the word you don't just don't just hear the word and honestly like seriously i would rather i do one podcast you get a week like once a week and then you spend the rest of the week practicing that one thing you learned than to do one every single day and people listen to a whole lot and just do nothing just listen to another one okay ah, that's nice that's nice that's nice no because this same word can transform you this same word there are people that took this same word they are here in fact they took much less of it in fact i look at people that were legalistic in works people who didn't even know about so much about the grace of god all that he saves but still believe so much in works and these people took the gospel to certain parts of the world switzerland and other places and this thing caused a reformation not only did the people you know hear the word and get saved but there are some of those towns or cities that crime literally just became extinct because of how serious the people's devotion to god became crime just became extinct not only the crime become extinct we also had um things like prostitution just that was because all the prostitutes were saved they got saved you know the gamblers gambling dens were empty bars were empty bartender no bartender bartender is saved bar members are also saved none of that they say the police had no work to do anymore and that was for many years you get because of course still human beings just have to mess everything up but i mean that's quite interesting to think about that we've actually had periods where this same christianity this same um thing that you are reading in the bible has transformed nations has transformed people's lives has brought about a revolution in the way they think the way they behave it has affected them deeply so you studying the bible is not just to um look nice to look good to um have knowledge so that you can actually take the knowledge and show off to other people no it's about practice it's about that this thing i'm listening to should show in my life because i'm telling you when you don't have that as an end goal to apply what you're learning right what happens that that knowledge becomes like a fuller's club to bash other people in the head it's, it's true because you are you don't know what to do with the knowledge so you abuse the knowledge you get it's supposed to be okay what can i from what i just learned what how can i apply this in my life it could even be as simple as okay I'm hearing Pastor Essien teach the word. This is how he's actually explaining the Bible. And then you pick your own Bible and begin to read it. Or, you know, using the same approach, I use it for my own study. And then you probably arrive at you know, a similar conclusion. You get all, it could even be the things I'm teaching themselves. And you're like, okay, how can I make sure that I, you know, live this way? How can I make sure I think like this? I do this. How can I make sure I treat people around me the same way? And then, you know, when you're thinking like that, then you'll be asking the right kind of questions. Then when you message me on Instagram, you know, you would, there are some questions I'll be putting you ask. How does this become a reality? What can I do about sincere questions? Will not uh, the one I've said nine hours that's just to, mm-mm. but you would ask real questions, sincere questions. You get. I don't know if, if if it bothers you that you know about how your Christianity is going. If it should bother you that there are certain things you're not seeing in your life, not just the supernatural, but then character, godly behavior, you know, certain love. These are things you should be thinking about. You get, huh? how about discipleship, raising people? How about boldness to preach the gospel? These are things that if you're not doing them, you should be asking yourself questions. Why? Why am I like this? Why? You understand? So, that's just the burden. Honestly, just a burden, you know, in my heart that you shouldn't just hear these things. The Bible says, talks about James, right? It says, don't be hearers of the word only, but be doers. 
you say deceiving your own selves. In other words, you can just deceive yourself. You can just be, um, you can live in a manner that is that does not acknowledge God. Do you understand? Because if you know God's word, then you will live in a manner that acknowledges that word. But when you live for yourself, you, you hear the word, you go away. I mean, it's just like that person that forgets who he is because the word is who you are. It's telling you behave according to who you are. And you just forget who you are. You just just go. Let these things be important to you. Let these things, you know, also set the fire in your soul. Let these things disturb you also. Disturb you. You get. They should disturb you. Amen. Um, it's obvious that with what I've just done, uh, man, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> I will move um, the study of this text to tomorrow because I think that what I've said is just important. I mean, and what that just means is this. You're not, it's not about hearing something new. There are many podcast episodes that have been recorded over the past several months or few months or whatever. Go go back to some of them. Why don't you scroll down after this? Why don't you scroll down and look at some other titles and everything? And don't just cherry pick. Because that's another thing. People just say, ah, I like this topic. Like, for example, LGBTQ plus that I took a few weeks ago or so has the highest amount of listens on this podcast. The highest amount. Why is that? It's just because people are more interested in that stuff. It's, it's interesting. Oh, really? And you're listening to what's interesting, you know? That's not how the word of God is. If not, you're always cherry picking what you will obey and what you follow, what you listen to. No. Go listen to some. There are other ones. Just go pick them. Just go through. Just say, I'll run through some of them. Just go through and then hear them. Sometimes listen again. In fact, sometimes I've always said I'm more of a fan of depth than width. Depth in the sense of, of gaining depth in what um what you're learning than the quantity of learning of teachings you're learning there's a place of quantity and there's a place of depth but i believe that depth when you sit down on teachings you pick one and you sit down on it you listen to it over and 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 over again what are you doing for yourself you are making sure that that truth you have learned does not go away it doesn't run away that is established inside you that you know it for a fact and it is a part of you you understand there is also meditation to to take that thing in your mind and ponder to imagine think about it you know brood on it till it becomes a firm reality in your mind that is when you begin to see it in your life so the problem is just that people are just snacking 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 and there is little or no meditation going on there's little or no ponder thinking on the word it's just hearing the word but there's no thinking on the word or processing you get even your computer when you put information into it, it, it there's a processing aspect so you must process what you're hearing you must think it through you must listen again like even what you're hearing now listen again ponder think on it what's he really saying do you get what's he really saying there's someone I'm about to sub now she knows herself you know she messaged me is it or, or someone messaged me like two three two days ago i saw the person's story the person has actually been listening to some of god's word and it's growing and was saying something i said okay so i messaged the person the person asked me a question i said look go and listen to what you just listened to because apparently you listen to it only once and you're excited but there's so much more in that thing that you you know that you listen to that you don't that you didn't really pay attention to go back listen to two three four more times it will help it sink in let's be a generation of doers rather than just a generation of knowledge because i've always said this and i'll keep on saying that you'll be judged based on what you know the person who doesn't know much right but does a lot with what he knows the little he knows he does a lot of what he knows 
is better than the person who knows so much and does so little. Don't be the generation of those who know so much and knows and, and do so little. No. Be balanced. Know so much and commit yourself to becoming accountable to the word. Let the word have lordship over you. Do the word. Amen. Do the word. Because the more you know, the the, the more you know it it tells you who you are. Do you understand? Yes. The more you know, the more you know who you are. So walk in more of what you know. Walk, walk in more of who you are. And I believe that the God of peace, the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, right, the Father of glory, will actually grant to you the ability he already has to stay on track, to be focused on him, to grow in him, to obey his word, okay? All right, guys, that's the end of today's podcast episode. I don't know what I'll call it. Probably <laughs> almost efficient to run. Something like that, I'll come with the name. Okay, guys, that's it for today. God bless you. Have a wonderful day and uh, bye-bye. If this blessed you or you want to say hi or you have a question, you can head over to my Instagram. That's pst.sen. P-S-T dot E-S-S-I-E-N. See you there.